Understanding CBD, brought to you by Max and Stevens Premium Hemp Extracts. Baltimore is listening. This is Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Time now for Understanding CBD, brought to you by Max and Stevens Premium Hemp Extracts. Here's Max and Steven. the wrong one (laughs) Uh, did you guys miss us Uh, we're here episode 49 understanding cbd hello max sobel hello steven wallman Uh, a gentle reminder to anyone do not take anything said on this program as professional medical or legal advice please Right. We're not doctors and lawyers. That's what they're for. I know our moms would have been proud if we were, but we're not. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, moms. We're not doctors and lawyers. But uh, every Sunday, as consistent as Margaret Rome, we show up here for a live show and help you understand CBD. Right. And that's the best part of being live at the studio is that we got to run into Margaret Rome today. I don't know if if the people listening know, but she hasn't missed the show. Or actually, she missed one show in eight years. Right. One show. Let's give her a shout out. Margaret Rome coming in here and staying strong. And she was concerned about today because of the weather. And we're in Baltimore. For those that aren't, we had some snow outside. It's supposed to be be more. But uh, Margaret, uh, if you ever need a ride, we're here to pick you up. That's right. All right. But we can't take her home. She'd have to sit through our show. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Awesome. But, well, well, the good thing about being live is you can call in. I know yep. we have a lot of questions. Last week we had a ton of callers. We already have some people on the line anticipating um, our guest today. Um, but the number to call is 410-922-6680. Um, you can call that line. And also you can listen to the show um not from your fo- your radio, right? If you got to move around, you can connect from your smartphone or iPad. Smartphone, right? smartphone or yeah, iPad yeah. or something. You can go to understandingcbd.com, and there's a button there that you can click on the top that says "Listen Live" or "Listen to the Show Live," and you can do that. You can also, I, I hear, you can ask an Alexa to connect you with our show too. Good. Well, that's the place to be. Understanding CBD. That's right, in the place to be. Right. So we're enjoying a uh, COVID free the show today, Max. Uh, What's up with the song choice? Love it, man. Yeah. The wrong one. You got the wrong one. So (laughs) there's a big theme going on, right? And so aside from being the song that gets played in practically every Vietnam movie, you know, ever, and I love those Vietnam flicks. I know you probably do, too. The real real meaning about the song is uh, protesting elitism, right? Mm -hmm. Against the, you know, and that's... I don't think I have to, you know, let anybody read between the lines, but there's big things going on right now and protesting elitism and sort of, you know, understanding that you have your own independence. You know, that's a CCR jam, Creedence Clearwater Revival, 1969. I think it's real applicable right now. It's the age of Aquarius. It's here, the age of Aquarius. Which is Knowledge. the age of individualism. It's At, very appropriate. Yep, Love we're it. all learning. We have to be uh, independent thinkers. That's a very important thing right now. Fantastic, man. 
Beautiful. Well, um, for the show today, it's going to be great. Um, in addition to taking your calls, we have a great show planned. We have Doc G in his corner. He's got some even some questions left over from this past week. Um, looking forward to hearing what he's got for us. Um, we have a special guest with us uh, we want to introduce you to now, um, A.J. Sharma. Um, Sharma, as we call him, okay, um, registered pharmacist as well as an MBA. So it's a unique combination um, of skills, and it's uh, interesting the conversations he must have in his head about it. Um, he owns and operates Little Acorn Pharmacy right here in Maryland. Um, folks, he's local. He's uh-huh. from the eastern shore of Maryland. Um, excited to talk to him. Sharma, was Noah able to get you on the phone today? <laughs> Thank you so much. Can you hear us? Yes, I can. Thank you so much. What's up, Sharma? How are you? I'm doing great. I'm enjoying the snowfall. My kids are outside. My son's about to go to work. <laughs> Very nice. Going to be making some subs today. Very nice. Feeding hungry people. That's what we're all about here, too. Yeah, we were just out on the roads, and in Maryland, they're pretty good. They're just as most of them have been treated. I think uh, tomorrow may be the, the big concern, but, you know, we haven't had, they said, in uh, five years, a snowstorm of this potential. Yeah. Yeah, I think we need it. Well, awesome. Welcome to the show, and we're, we're looking forward to talking with you, getting to know you. Um, you know, especially being from Maryland, um, you know, tell us what it's like growing up on the Eastern Shore. I, re- I really loved growing up on the Eastern Shore. We did a lot of fishing, um, bicycle riding, motocross. It was just a wonderful place to grow up. I, um, I, I kind of wish my kids uh, grew up there, too, but I had to move to the big city to go to school. I went to University of Maryland um, for pharmacy school. Uh, but I went to UMBC undergrad, and that was a great school, too. Nice. What made you want to move uh, away from the Eastern Shore? Uh, you know, some people may choose to stay fishing, right? I don't know. Any of your friends stay around, or did everyone? <laughs> yeah, well, I think um, there was opportunities um, at UMBC. I got a scholarship to go there, and my older brother was there. So, you know, I wanted to go to school and be with him, too. And we both really enjoyed uh, University of Maryland. Oh, nice. Really nice school. What did your brother go? Did he go down the same route? Did you guys study the same things? or? No, he, he um, studied computer science and information systems, and they have a great school for that. So now he's he's out west working with a company called it, Intuit. They do make TurboTax software. Yeah, QuickBooks and such, yep. Yeah, They're huge really, company. Uh, I think a lot of people from Maryland schools do really well because they got a great education here. It's all that, that good growing up on the Eastern Shore, right? It's all that good food and, know. and playing with outdoors, you know? Yeah. I mean, the things oh, he was doing, it was playing with nature, right? You were connected with nature. You were. Uh, it seems you know? more people are trying to get back to nature now and trying to get back to the Eastern Shore, I would think. I think so. It's a great place to retire, and uh, my parents are there. Um, they don't want to leave that area because, you know, my, my parents have been there since 1972. Wow. Which part of, uh, which part of Maryland? They're in Salisbury. I remember driving through there, going to Ocean City. I love it. Yeah, it's a great place. It's really nice. They've got a great hospital. Uh, cost of living is uh, much lower than here, and um, it's, a, it's a great place to live. Sharma, I was reading up about a little bit of your bio when we were starting to get to know you. I hear you're also a musician. Yeah, I play the drums. I um, originally went to school um, in engineering and music and then ended up in pharmacy. I don't know how that happened, but it just <laughs> did. I still play the drums now, and I really enjoy it. How'd we do on our song choice? 
Oh, it's one of my favorites. Nice. I was singing along with it. All right, my man. Let me ask you a question. So, is let's get let's get the music buff question out. Are you a uh, are you a Beatles guy or are you a Stones guy? Um, I I would say both. Really, I, I, I've seen the Stones live a couple times. They're great. Um, it's a you know you're singing along the whole concert. I saw them in two different decades. And, you know, Mick is running up and down the stage, no matter how old he is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's a one, wonderful uh, a singer, a musician, and I understand that he uh, he does triathlons and used to do triathlons and stuff. He's really in great shape. Yeah, that's one advantage the Stones have is they can perform live today, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> whatever's keeping them going, perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. How about drummers? Do you have a favorite drummer or someone that inspired you? I know I, I used to um, be a drummer, I mean, back when I was in, I think, uh, sixth or seventh grade. And I had a, a, a drummer that was in our, our same grade, John Lampkin, and he was amazing. Uh. He was so amazing, he made me quit drumming. <laughs> <laughs> made you question your choices? He, I was like, I'm not, I don't, I'm not gifted like this guy. Right. Um, but who did you look up to, Sharma? Any drummers you know, growing, that you... Growing up, uh, Neil Peart was a great drummer I used uh-huh. to listen to. Um, I I listened to just as many jazz drummers too. So like, I would listen to old vinyl like uh, Max Roach and a lot of uh, a lot of jazz drummers. Um, they just they are a different style. But I mean, you need a lot of different styles uh, to put in your vocabulary when you're playing the drums because something you might have picked up jazz drumming might fit into a rock and roll phrase you're playing, or if you're playing with the blues musician you might be able to use a phrase that you learned a long time ago playing jazz or heard one of the jazz greats playing and uh it just fits right in i could see the correlation i mean you have to be uh you have to have a good rhythm and you have to be meticulous in what you do so i can see the correlation of how you took your your love for music into what you do professionally right oh yeah it's uh, what i do professionally is a lot like cooking mm-hmm. i make compounds for people uh, the doctor pretty much says uh, what they want in the compound, and we formulate the compound so it gets uh, absorbed in your skin or, you know, through your, uh, in your mouth or, or, or swallowed like a capsule. So we make things that um, are available, are not available, sorry, on the market, and we make them so that they, we can uh, give them to you so you, you get the correct dose like the doctor wanted you to. That's important. Yeah, a lot of people don't understand what exactly a compounding pharmacy does and what makes that different is, uh, is unique and what scenarios come up that someone would need um, or could use a, a compounding pharmacy. Most commonly, I would say it's an oral dose for a child. Um, hmm. Saying your child needs a dose of medication and it only comes in, say, 100 milligram tablets, but the doctor says, oh, man, if I give your child a 100-milligram tablet, you know, that's going to be too high of a dose. So what are we going to do? We'll call a compounding pharmacy, and a compounder will either uh, get that chemical uh, and provide it, like, say, 5 milligrams and put it in a liquid so they can, uh, they can take it by mouth. And we flavor it so that a child would like it. Uh, so it's not just about the chemical itself. You have to make it what's known as pharmaceutically elegant hmm. pharmaceutically elegant i want to write that that's down a word that old compounders use to say hey the the cream looked great the production was great how you gave it 
uh, to the customer was great. Uh, that's a pharmaceutically elegant product. Wow. And that is very, very important in pharmacy. Hmm. Now, that's a, that's a good topic. And, and to translate it into, in my world back in the day, instead of, um, it would, you know, in the software world, it was a complete product or a whole product. It wasn't just the specific code base. It was the way it was delivered, how it was delivered, the intention of everything. Right. Right. I agree. Yeah. Right. That's a good analogy. Nowadays, you might find that in, uh, I think the people that do it the best are probably like Apple. And um, people have learned from Apple and innovators have learned from them uh, to make something so easy to use that anyone can use it. That's right. That's a beautiful way to go out. We need to take a break, Sharma. Stay with us, everyone. Um, Come back with some more questions. we got a lot of calls for you. (laughs) Take a break. See you soon. See you soon, Sharma. Understanding CBD with Max and Stephen on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Welcome in, everybody, back into Understanding CBD. We have Max Sobel here. I'm Stephen Wallman. We have A.J. Sharma with us on the line. A.J., you still with us? Yes, sir. All right. He made it through the break. Fantastic. Everyone can make it here. We have a couple callers on the line already we want to get to, um, but please um, that don't hesitate to give us a call because we will have time for a few more. The number is 410-922-6680. Call us. Sorry, buddy. Go. Fantastic, fantastic. Sharma, I wanted to ask you real quick before we get to the callers um, and sort of something that's been on my mind about potency and absorption. Um, it was one of the, the details when we were formulating our product to decide, you know, what concentration do we want it? And I understand uh, that the potency does impact how well or not well or effic- how effective a product is regardless of what it is. Can you talk to that for a minute and, and sort of explain how potency does impact uh, the potential interaction and how the body uses it? Well, there are um, many different products out there. Um, and you can have a product that has a strong concentration. Uh, now, the problem is some products have a concentration they say that is high. 
but is not tested. Uh, so they can say, like, the concentration is 10 milligrams per half an ml. If you have a concentration of 10 milligrams per half an ml and it's not tested um, as such, then your body is actually getting much less of a concentration. The delivery and what it is delivered in is also very important. Uh, oil, uh, generally in CBD, is um, much more helpful in delivering than a water-based product because it, it goes through the uh, epithelial cells and underneath the tongue. So in that respect, when you have an oil-based product, it works much better than a water-based product. Hmm, that's a good point, and, and that was sort of what I was, um, I was really interested in because we got a lot of questions about um, us offering different products, and we've chosen um, our specific oil extract uh, for the ability for it to absorb underneath the tongue, which, uh, which is a good way of absorbing, um, versus uh, ingesting it and being on your skin. A lot of people would ask us, will I fail a drug test if I use your product? And we've always said, well, if you put it on your skin, the, even if it has high THC, it won't absorb into your bloodstream um, but if you ingest it, on, if you put it under your tongue or eat it, it could get into your bloodstream for a test. Mm -hmm. I think that's really how it comes up, right, Max? That's how it comes up, yep. Well, that's true. It uh, does get in your bloodstream. Now, and, does it um, not get in your bloodstream through a cream, like when you put it topically? It all depends on what uh, the device is, what kind of cream it is. Hmm. Uh, when we compound, we have creams that go uh, just a on the uh, very outer parts of your, your skin, and then some that go all the way through your skin so that uh, it goes into your, your, um, into your blood. Oh, interesting. It's absorbed much better that way. And that would be uh, like suppose if we're giving an estrogen or a testosterone, we want that to go through the skin. Okay. But if you, or, or a pain medicine. Uh, we want that to go through the skin. Uh, but if you're treating the skin, like, say, for a rash, you don't want the medicine to go through the skin. You want it to treat the skin itself. So you don't want a product uh, that's going to go all the way through the skin in that case. Fascinating. So it's, it's one of those things where a lot of times we want an easy answer to complex questions. Nothing's easy. You know what I mean? Um, I do want to get to a caller. We have uh, Vicky on the phone. Oh, right? all right. That's my wife. So, Sharma, she's been bugging me all week because she knew <laughs> that you were coming on the show. So, she, you have a, a I, would, I, I don't want to call it small. I, I don't mean to put it down, but you have a, like a, a family-owned mom-and-pop type of uh, a pharmacy, right? That's right. Right. So the natural question that we always have, and I'm sure a lot of people have, is, you know, why would you go to a, a, you know, a small pharmacy like that versus going to the big Walgreens and such? And my wife is on the phone because she actually worked for a small pharmacy when she was a teenager. So you just told him why? You just told her the question? Well, then? no, no, no. She hasn't asked the question <laughs> oh, okay. yet. She All works right. for a small <laughs> pharmacy and she wants to ask you a question. <laughs> uh, that's great. Uh, um, Hi. Nice to hear. Hi, how are you? Can you guys, can you guys hear me? We can hear you. Hey, this is Vicki. Hi, Max. Hi, Steven. Hi, Mrs. Mailsack. <laughs> so nice to meet you, Mr. Sharma. Thank you. Uh, thank you for being on the show today. And um, I just wanted to call in to say hi and um, tell everybody that it's so beautiful outside. And Max <laughs> Steven went out in the snow. 
um, to bring this wonderful show to, to everybody. So, um, but my question is, I just um, wanted to say that I relate to um, Sharma. Can I call you Sharma, Mr. Sharma? Yeah. You can call Sharma. me Sharma. You can call me Sharma. Um, like Max said, when I was a teenager, I worked at a local pharmacy. Shout out to Charles Mead Pharmacy yeah. in Ruxton, Maryland. Um, <laughs> and there, it was like a local pharmacy, uh, mom and pop, uh, owned by uh, a gentleman named Bernie. And Bernie was like the celebrity in the town because back then, Everybody would come to the pharmacy, and they would go to the lunch counter, which is where I worked, and get their soda pop and their milkshakes, and then they would go and talk to the pharmacist. And they would talk to him about all sorts of things related to their ailments and medication, but they also trusted him so much that they would, you know, chat with him about everything under the sun. So my question is, you know, now in this day and age with, like, Rite Aid and uh, Walgreens and all these, you know, the big retailers, um, you know, they have a consultation window, but every time I go there, nobody's actually there. Nobody goes there to consult. But with this, you know, mom-and-pop local pharmacy, um, the customers would go and, you know, talk to their pharmacist. So I'm just curious, do your customers and patients, I don't know what you call them, but customers, I guess, do they come in and are they looking for alternative uh, methods to treat some of their ailments, such as, you know, use of CBD. And, you know, does CBD come up and what kind of questions do they ask? What are they curious about? And also, uh, how do you advise them? Great. So, well, yeah, we, in small pharmacies, we get to know people a lot better. I have some of my best friends are actually, they started out as my customers. I worked, for, I worked um, in other pharmacies uh, like for the big chains for many years, and uh, I saved up money and then opened up my own store five years ago, and uh, I'm not looking back. The the big stores, uh, one thing for sure, uh, is a battle of attrition. They hire a lot of pharmacists, and they go through a lot of pharmacists because um, they do so many prescriptions that they those poor pharmacists has no time to uh, talk to their customers and get to know them. And mm -hmm. they're just really worried about uh, making sure someone doesn't get the wrong medication uh, because they're, you know, checking hundreds and hundreds of prescriptions. So uh, that's a that's a big deal for pharmacy presently. Uh, I get lots of questions about what should I take as far as nutritionals and as far as weight loss and about CBD. Uh, CBD. I think I wish had come around about 25 years ago uh, because a lot of the people that have arthritis now and then in their 60s and 70s didn't have a chance to take it in their 50s and 60s because CBD wasn't around. And now it is, and we know that it really helps for inflammation. So inflammation is not a simple thing. There's many different parts to it. And um, CBD has been effective for inflammation. I wish that uh, it had been around for 25 years, maybe when Max and Steven were just teenagers. And, and they, could have, they could have made their CBD oil back then. Amen. But the pink ends of CBD by now. 
Just want to remind the audience, uh, if you're just joining us, we're talking to A.J. Sharma. He's a pharmacist um, and, a, and a, a fantastic guy. And um, we just got through some questions. And do we have anybody else queued up? Thank you, Vicki Sobel, for the wonderful question. Yeah, thanks, Thank Vicky. You. Yeah, Max and I were busy with THC 25 years ago. That's right. Um, and, and didn't have aches and pains at that time of the physical nature, so we were, we were treating other issues. That's um, right. <laughs> anyway, we do have another caller. Speaking of my childhood, my mom's on the phone. Yeah, it's a family um, affair today. I love it. Hey, Sharma. And, and uh, we, have, we have my mother, Janet. Janet Wallman, hello. Hello. Hi, Miss Janet. How are you? I am fine. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm so happy to be on here with your son. Uh, yeah, I'm happy to be here. I listen to his show every week. He and Max do a great job. Thank you. And I had a question for you about a medic uh, interaction of a medication that I take every day. Um, sure. I had breast cancer five years ago, and so I'm still on letrozole. And yeah. I want to know if there's any drug reaction interaction with that and the CBD that I take every day. <laughs> So CBD is metabolized. That means uh, when it goes into your, your system, uh, the body gets rid of it, per se, uh, through your liver. Okay. So there are certain enzymes that uh, function in your liver to do that. And what I'd have to know first is um, letrozole, uh, what enzymes actually metabolize it. That means what enzymes take care of it so that it can get rid of it out of your body. Okay. And then find out. So CBD does have interaction. Um, I would have to actually look up the letrezole, and I can get back to you and find out exactly what happened. And this is okay, because I wasn't sure. I mean, I, you know, I, I didn't <laughs> think there was an interaction with it, but I, I really always had that question. I wasn't, didn't know whether... Well, that's a good question. And, yeah, well, the, the, the other side of the question, which would be, um, what enzyme does CBD interact with? And oh. um, maybe that could also be another. Because what I've heard and what Max and I tell people is if your drugs say that they interact with grapefruit, that that's right. a similar enzyme. Right. That's exactly right. Because um, that uh, has simil similar effects in the in the liver as well, i was told i take lipitor for cholesterol and i was also i was told to take that you know don't take it together with the cbd so i take that in the morning and then i don't i use the cbd at night before i go to bed so actually the cholesterol medicine should be taken in the evening um and i would just say um as long as you're taking both of them simultaneously ask the doctor to check your levels because your levels actually, uh, you won't need as much of the Lipitor, the Torvastatin, uh -huh. as you did previously to taking CBD because the CBD actually slows the Lipitor's um, metabolism. Ow. So it, it leaves your body a little bit slower if you're taking CBD. Now, if you take CBD just every once in a while, no, I take it usually every night before I go to to go to bed. As do I. Okay. It's really effective for me. Sharma, we've always told people that if they are on any kind of the medication like that, to take the CBD either two hours before or after. Is that is that sort of in line with what you say? That is, except for drugs that you would take in the evening. Okay. Um, like suppose, 
the cholesterol medicines work better because your your body makes cholesterol at night. So they want you to take cholesterol medicine in the evening time. Uh, so when you take cholesterol medicine and then you take the CBD, it won't make the two hour window won't make a difference. Okay, I see. Because that drug has a long half life. It'll last in your system for about 24 hours. You know, it's um, interesting. I've been taking the Lipitor for 10 years and was never told that I need to take it at night. So that's something that... <laughs> yeah, well, that's good. Well, listen, um, uh, Sharma, we have about uh, 30 seconds left. And before we, we go to break again and, and come back with Doc G's Corner, I want to make sure people know how to get in touch with you and where Little Acorn Pharmacy is so they can continue the conversation with you as needed because, um, you know, you really provide some sound advice here, and I, I think a lot of people could benefit from it. Sure. Yes, we are in Silver Spring. I've been there for five years. Um, we have a drive-through right now, which is very important during COVID. Uh, I haven't opened the front end of the store up. So we're at the next traffic light away from the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration. Um, it's 11161 New Hampshire Avenue. And uh, actually, there's a lot of people from the FDA that come and shop there. And um, they're always giving us information, and we give them information. And occasionally, I take a few of them on to be students to learn how to compound. That's great. And a phone number for you? Uh, it's 301-592-0060. Thank you, Sharma. We appreciate you. And we'll be right back with... Right back. Thank you, Sharma. Doc G's Thank you. It was great having you. Thank you. Thank you, you. so much, and I really enjoy uh, using your product. Thank, Thank you. you. Talk much. to you soon. I'm glad you guys are in Maryland. We're glad you are, too. <laughs> Understanding CBD with Max and Stephen on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Ah, there it is, the music we all love. We're here to introduce Dr. Benjamin Gonzalez from Atlantic Medical Wellness Center. This is our Doc G and Doc G's Corner. Our Top Gun. Gentlemen. Good to see you, Doc G. How are you today? Oh, another day in paradise. You like this weather? You like the snow, or what do you think? Uh, I like looking at it. I like visiting it. I'm um, not so sure about living in it. But yeah, with the right. Arizona t-shirt on, I'd imagine that's you'd probably right. prefer that weather today yeah, than what they're having here. Right. Me too. Hey, wasn't uh, A.J. Sharma great? Um, I utilized his uh, pharmacy and um, uh, very high quality. I trust, I trust their compounding. Good. Good. Good to know. We appreciate it. So um, thank you guys for having me. It was great listening to Sharma and, and to you guys interviewing him. I am Dr. Ben Gonzalez, and this is Dr. G's Corner. I've had quite a few questions since, and, and in my emails and uh, DM'd on IG and in Facebook since last week's interview. And many of these questions are common questions I get asked all the time. So I thought it's answering most of those, uh, the common ones here would help many of the listeners, so let's get right to it. So question number one, question number one is, 
um, is the most common question I get is, is CBD legal? This is an important question, has a complicated answer. The answer is, it depends. <laughs> CBD suddenly is everywhere, gas station, grocery stores, gyms at your veterinarian's office, hotel spots, for gosh sakes, you know, everywhere. If you go to the FDA website, what you will find is confusion. Legality depends on state-to-state -state regulations. The strange fact exists that though in some states it's illegal to sell CBD, it is legal to purchase CBD. The 2018 Farm Bill legalized hemp cultivation and removed some of the cannabis uh, or some cannabis from Schedule One status by creating a legal distinction between hemp and marijuana. Under, new under the new legislation, hemp is classified as cannabis that contains less than 0.3% THC by weight, while marijuana is classified as cannabis that contains more than 0.3 THC, 0.3%. Because marijuana is categorized as a Schedule One substance, CBD that is derived from marijuana plant is still considered federally illegal. Well, federally illegal. While hemp is now considered uh, an agriculture commodity, it still must be produced and sold under the regulations that the CBD uh, or that the 2018 Farm Bill um, refers to. The USDA has yet to create these regulations. The nation's first college course on this subject began at the University of Arizona, I'm sorry, the University of Connecticut in 2019. Even with the research and legal power behind the course, they are confused and continue to sort out, it's just all confusing, to sort all the rules, policies, and laws surrounding CBD. Again, the FDA's own website is not clear. Many employers are stuck in old policies that do not distinguish CBD from THC, the hallucinogenic ingredient in marijuana. Unfortunately, you must follow the policies of your employer and sort out the state laws concerning the use of CBD. A second most popular question is, does CBD interact with medications? It was a question, I think, to Sharma, to AJ Sharma about that. Research has shown CBD is very safe to use in general. However, there are some considerations. Not to get too geeky here, but there is a family of enzymes, and this was referred to in that question earlier, especially in the liver called the cytochrome P450 system that processes foreign substances in the body. And medications are foreign substances, right? It is that cytochrome P450 system that metabolizes CBD. This can change how other medications are processed in the body. This doesn't mean you can't take CBD, but it does mean you need to change the dosing of CBD or the medication that must be coordinated with your physician. There's a rule of thumb I tell my patients. And again, it was referred to in that, um, in that question for Sharma earlier. There are certain medications that have a grapefruit warning on the label. This indicates that grapefruit and certain citrus fruits inhibit the cytochrome P450 system. If you see a grapefruit warning on your medication, I tell my patients to avoid CBD momentarily until you speak with your physician so they can coordinate the use of CBD. And statins are a good example of that. Another interesting and popular question popped up this week. Um, and it was, can I get addicted to CBD? A properly tested CBD oil with, a, with an accompanying certificate of analysis that shows a THC less than 0.3% in 
is safe and does not have addictive properties. A March 2017 study published in the Journal of Drug and Alcohol Dependence reviewed details of, a pre of previous studies where researchers administered various oral doses of CBD to frequent marijuana users alone and in combination with smoked marijuana. The researchers determined that CBD had as much likelihood for abuse and addiction as a placebo, in other words, no addictive properties at all. And a 2011 study conducted the, uh, concluded that CBD has a better safety profile compared to THC, and researchers found that high doses of CBD of up to 1,500 milligrams per day were well tolerated by human subjects. Just to give you perspective, that would be three entire bottles of the Max and Steven CBD oil used per day, deemed safe and well tolerated. Compared to THC, CBD did not impair motor and psychological functions, nor did it alter the heart rate, blood pressure, or body temperature. So to be clear, depending on what I am treating, my recommendation average is around 60 to 120 milligrams a day, which is the most I recommend. The most I recommend is up to 500 milligrams a day, which is very rare for certain instances. Yeah, clearly we, have, we need more time for more answers to many questions. Uh, they're not just simple answers, so we got to go no, into it. So Thank Doc you. G's got to come back for a Thank you, Doc segment. G. Uh, no stay with us. We'll be right back. more of Understanding CBD with Max and Steven on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. All right, everybody, we're here for everyone's favorite segment that we know as... Mail Sack! Yes. You've got mail. Sign, seal, deliver. This is the section we like to talk about our favorite sponsor of Understanding CBD. Who's that sponsor, Steven? <laughs> That's Max and Steven's Premium Hemp Extracts. We love them. They and, love us. And what they say is in the bottle. Is in the bottle. Oh, man. That's right. So we got a couple stories for you guys. You know, we get questions daily. Daily. From customers, not customers, people all in our lives, uh, strangers even, um, that ask us questions all the time. But uh, um, we also get a lot of referrals. And, and we have our, our friend Honey. She's uh, actually been on the show before. I think we pay – she, she um, gave us a comment on answering some of the questions that people have, the difference between THC and marijuana. I'll have right. to look up the episode. But uh, she also talks a lot. She works at one of the dispensaries. And when people need um, – that don't need THC mm -hmm. and need looking for CBD, she sends them over to us. And, um, Max, you talked to one of her referrals last week, right? Yeah, I did. Uh, it was a referral from Honey, so Honey, thank you for that. And this was a, a woman that was dealing with chronic pain, and um, she had tried some typical CBD creams, or she calls typical CBD creams. I think she mentioned that she picked some up. Uh, uh, I think it was Wegmans or Walgreens or one of those, you know, large chains. W stores. Yeah. Um, 
And, you know, a couple of things she didn't know. First of all, she didn't know that she didn't have to use a cream. She didn't know that she could take an oil sublingually, but she also didn't know that she could use that oil topically. Um, so that was enlightening for her, gave her that information. And, um, you know, she tried it, but she's going to try a bottle. It's probably by now she's actually tried it. Um, so thank you for that. Uh, anytime you have a question, you can call us. Our number, by the way, 443-743-2444. That's the number for our company, Max and Stevens Premium Hemp Extracts. And we really recommend you call us and ask us your questions. You can also text us. Yeah, that's good. You can text at or email hello at understandingcbd.com. Right. Um, hello at maxandstevens.com. We get all that. There's also action on the Facebook group. There's action on the Facebook group. I hear. Yeah, yeah. You know, Maybe I'm not, I mean, you know, I like Facebook. But you know, I'm, I, uh, uh, yeah, you know, I'd like there be more engagement on the group. I'm not sure if people like it anymore. It's it's so I don't know. Do I don't think? know if anybody's using Facebook anymore. I Who don't knows? know. Maybe I don't know. If you are, listen. If if no one mentions anything on the Facebook group, then I guess we get our answer. Yeah, you know what I do know. I do know that people are listening to this show because we also got a call from a WCBM listener, and this was pretty cool because those come up, and you know, these are people traditionally that listen to our show. Um, and they want to call us and ask us a question. Maybe they don't want to call during the time of the show. Maybe they write down the phone number when they get to us later. Mm -hmm. But this was a, a woman that I spoke to also that she really appreciated our honesty. She said that she enjoyed our show. True story. I'm not making it up. <laughs> um, she was complaining about some arthritis issues in her hands. Um, and she wanted to, you know, you know, how to take it, you know, why should I trust you? That kind of thing. I do like you guys on the radio <laughs> again, mm. just to throw that plug in. She did give us props. We appreciate it. And so she, she just, so she liked the radio show, she, but she was still she, asking questions about the product. Well, right? I think she, she, she liked the radio show enough to be able to reach out and feel comfortable uh -huh. enough to ask us a question. And she yeah. even, you know, after talking, she even is getting an extra bottle for her son to try. So I told her to keep in touch. And, and here's the other thing is she doesn't like using the internet. She, she, she doesn't have an email address. You know, she preferred it's just so being common a, for us to help customers like that. She just preferred to call in uh -huh. the order and, and, and have it done that way. So thank you very much for that. Yeah. And maybe people don't know that. The number we give you, 443-743-2444, you can call that and we can process your order, ship it. You don't have to deal with the email or anything like that. You'll talk to either Stephen or myself every single time. Nobody else answers our phones. That's important to us. Very important you to know. us. Um, we'd like to thank our guests today. Um A.J. Sharma, Little Acorn Pharmacy in Silver Spring. What a great guest. What a uh, great guest. And, and, again, it's like we have such limited time on the show. There's so many more questions we could still get to um, to go throughout. So thank you. Doc G., we appreciate you, as always, coming for Doc G.'s Corner. I mean, those top questions that, that he answered today, um, it's really just, again, there's so many more. Thank you for the callers that called in. Thank you, Vicki. Thank you, Janet. Um, and we want to also thank our sponsors. That's us, Max and Stevens Premium Hemp Extracts. You can find us at www.maxandstevens.com, or you can call us 443-743-2444. You can also text us. All of these episodes are on understandingcbd.com. God bless you. Have a great week, and we'll see you episode number yeah. 50. And next week. Right. Um, we got on the next week. Do you know who's coming next week? You guys got to listen. <laughs>